Excellent. An ale for me. And for my officers. In fact, ales for everyone. Turn backward. With Rick and Rick and Will and Zemma. Oh, yes. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to Ten Backward, a Star Trek podcast from England. I'm Rick Palmer, and here also are Rob Chapman. Hello. Gemma Turland. Hello. Ian House. Hello. Jen House. Hello. Doctor Jen House. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Rick Everson. Yes. Hello. Yes. And Will Turland. Hello. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about the finale of season two of Discovery and our thoughts about that season in general. Mm. Yes. So at the time of recording, um, the we we all watched the season finale uh, yesterday, didn't really? we? Basically, yes. um, came to Netflix UK on the Friday, so it's fresh in all of our minds, and um, we've we've all gathered together here today in Nottingham for a bit of a Star Trek uh, gathering. We we talked, we've sort of talked about this already off air, haven't we? Because mm, symposium. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, yeah, what, what did everyone think of the, of the finale? I rather liked it. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good. <laughs> <last day. laughs> yeah, I, did, I, I really liked it. The, the, yeah. the finale really, really won me over. I thought it had a pretty big build-up. The, the previous episode left us on a real cliffhanger, and we had a lot of uh, sort of emotional sort of goodbyes from all the characters mm. and I was really wondering what is the payoff mm. going to be for that are these these characters really all going to go off to the future and discovery and, you know is there going to be any death what, what, what's all this sort of emotional build up what's going to be the payoff to that and well, it, it was before we say any more um, don't listen if you haven't watched the episode no God we're no. probably going to spoil it yeah but yes they do go to the future yeah mm. yeah and and uh, that I liked that. I was going, like, it was good because there wasn't like a sudden like <coughs> techno babble thing that just sort of solved it all for them. Yeah, which is quite mm. good. They have gone where no one's gone before. Yeah. So there's there's no this hasn't been done before. So it's completely they're free to do with with it whatever they want. Really, they're beyond anything <coughs> in Star Trek ever. Even um, the Temporal Cold War and stuff like that, that was 30th century, they've gone three centuries beyond that. Mm. So whatever lies in store next year, it's going to be, there's no, they're, they're beholden to nothing, which is kind of an interesting and mm. different mm. angle. Yeah, it's a great position to be in for, mm. for the writers, I guess. And it, you, it, you could argue maybe, maybe that would have been a great starting point for Discovery, rather than it being a... A prequel series, but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I like that they've rooted themselves into Star Trek lore very heavily, mm. yeah. and then gone into a whole new aspect. So, was that yeah. what anybody was actually expecting to happen? Because I was expecting the ship to go to the future, but I wasn't necessarily expecting the crew to go to the future. And I was kind of half expecting there to be a new ship for the next season, mm. and they were still about where they were, the same crew, but just a new ship. Yeah, because that would make sense with Calypso, wouldn't it? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I thought, ah, okay. Because they referenced the most of the other short track f- um, yeah. in the, over the course of season two. I thought yeah. that would be a, a nice way to sort of tie off that 
that end, that story. With well, the finale actually obviously contained characters from both um, Runaway and Brighter Star. Mm. In that uh, they had the Queen of um, Planet. Zahir. Zahir, thank you. Um, now, now you have to pronounce her whole name. A <laughs> full. And Saru's sister. Cirilla. <laughs> That's Saru's sister. It is. Yeah. Um, that's trying to show me up. <laughs> I, I, I completely forgot what my point was. Um, oh yeah, that, that, that we've employed references from two of the four short tracks. Yeah. Um, we have no Matt Harry Mudd actually have we, this series at all. No. No. The short track which gave me hope, but. No. I'm hoping he's going to pop up in the section thirty-one. That would make sense, yeah. I think. I'm curious. In that world. Okay, so we had we had Pi played for the Section Thirty One series with Ash there, saying he's going to be <laughs> in charge yeah. of Section Thirty One. Georgia's still on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Is she that's... not in the wrong century? <laughs> <laughs> She's good. Uh, yeah, either, either it's set, that series is going to be set in a very very tiny time frame, mm. or she comes back. Yeah, because. She gets She's, back somehow. Yeah. But they've not said when the Section 31 yeah. series is going to come out. So yeah. season three may give us the answers to how they've got back so Giorgio can be mm. in it. Yeah. Or I mean, we can't even be sure there'll even be a federation in the next season. No. Well, there, there was a... Because there's, a, there's <laughs> a war in... There's hints of a war in Calypso, isn't there? Yeah, and one of the sizes was... Is it for Dick? Fadesh, which is kind of a corruption of the Federation. Mm. Mm. So it's could well be more about how the future how the Federation turns out in the future yeah. and but because they were the But the ship had been waiting there for a long yes. time at that point, hadn't it? Yeah. So mm. yeah. But mm. but we don't know how long, I guess. But no, thousands of years of it about a thousand years, wasn't it? About it had been waiting a thousand years. No, yeah, it had, yeah. Badresh, those are your enemies? I mean, what is Betty Boop? It's hard to explain. But you know, because you're from the long ago, too. How long have you been out here, alone, waiting for the crew to return from wherever they went? Almost a thousand years. I thought that, I thought the finale was, especially the, the very final episode, was was visually spectacular. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I would say that it was visually spectacular. I thought the the, the story was. I don't know. I, I I felt with season two that that early on it it it, it really interested me. I like the idea of the Red Angel. But once we kind of got into control and we found out more about the Red Angel, I, I found those two stories quite confusing at times. And 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 I I feel like with this season they've they've a lot of energy has gone into fixing issues that some people have had with discovery that not everyone has had in terms of where it when it's set I and terms in terms yeah. of, in terms of things like if saru's i think maybe i think maybe they thought that the, the saru thing with his, his head flaps that was a bit <laughs> difficult yeah, yeah. because the, there's a lot of people, people were saying well why do, do, people would nitpick and say well why didn't saru's flaps go off in this situation when when they're in power <laughs> Because you know, because um, and to be fair, I mean, it's it's perfectly all right for a for a show to have scenes with, and build drama. And if you've got a if you've got a character that's a built got a canary in a mine, that's mm. their job. Yeah. It, it's it's difficult to write for that, isn't it? Because you because yeah. you as a writer, you'd be like, okay, here's this dramatic bit. 
Wait a minute, Saru has to show his things will go off. Yeah, it, it, it'll be like in Farscape where Moy is constantly afraid. And yeah. Runs away. I, I, you just have the characters just <coughs> constantly. Yeah. I, I, I don't know Farscape, but I, I, I am sure that reference yeah. is fact. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah so yeah, I am. In, in Farscape, Moy is the, Moy is the sort of unorganic. Sentient spaceship. Shit. She's absolutely useless because in, it, in all situations she just gets afraid and runs away. And runs away, and he's like, "Oh, come on, come on, Maya! They can't make her do anything." I think really, I, I, I thought the season two started really strongly. It had two really good episodes, and and yeah. New Eden, New Eden is my favourite episode of Discovery so far. I thought it was excellent, and and really up there with what I've seen in terms of. Star Trek in general, it had a lot of the familiar beats that I like in Star Trek, and but I think once I wasn't a fan of the whole control thing. Mm. Once that once that started happening, I I, it, it, I just I lost a bit of interest in that. And I, for me, I think they they introduced control way too late, and then they had to run with it, and they should have introduced it a lot earlier. I don't I don't have a problem with the Red Angel. I mm. have a problem with the antagonist with control. It was control for me, was unimpressive because it didn't have any build-up. Mm. And it was, and then it was just represented by, um, what's his face? He was just... Leland. Leland, yeah. who was just, just a, a guy, just a bloke, who, you know, just a, a punchy man, who, and it, th there was no, there was no build-up with control, so there was, he, he wasn't threatening. Mm. Um, I mean, obviously, on, on an intellectual level, I understood the threat of control, but it was it was never represented in a, in a kind of instantaneous form. I think yeah. for, for Leland to be frightening or threatening. Or I my, my feeling for this series was the Red Angel mystery didn't really engage me as much as the events that stem from it. I particularly, and this is this is my thing I have flipping loved in Discovery, is um, Michael Burnham and her messed up family mm. and her messed up family dynamics. Because the whole the whole Sarek family is is a is a disaster. <laughs> it's an absolute shit show. Um, and then <coughs> put on top of it, it turns out her mum is the Red Angel. Um, I love that because I just I, that, that there was a lot of intense emotional stuff going on. That I really enjoyed that. Um, overall, the Angel Mystery didn't maybe grab me in the same way, but I just love the events that sort of spun out of it. Mm. I've got to admit, I was when I came into the season, I wasn't uh, super excited about about Spock, what they were going to be doing with it. With it, I'd rather I felt. Could, can't Discovery just kind of do the same thing? Why Why do they need to tie in an original series character? Mm. But but then I was really surprised with, with what they did with it and how, how much I enjoyed that. I really, yeah, I agree. I really liked all mm. the, the sort of Sarek, Spock, uh, Burnham, mm. and, and, and um, 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 Burnham's mum. Yeah. Uh, Amanda. Uh, oh, no, yeah. Not, not Amanda. Well, Amanda as well. And, yeah, yeah. And Amanda did as well. Although, although she was, they they kind of introduced Amanda as a as a as a player in the story, and then that just fizzled out. Yeah, maybe. I would have liked to see a bit more yeah. of that, maybe. Mm. But yeah, the, 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 I think they did great stuff with the Spock character. Mm. The show, I wasn't expecting to like no. that at all, but I, I, I was really impressed. It by really that. worked. The whole Spock thing came off so much better than I thought it was going to. Yeah. 
Yeah, I thought Spot. I thought Ethan Peck did a good, really mm. good job. Mm. I think. Well, what yeah. about how um, popular Pike proved to be? Mm. People seem to fans seem to like. I'm yeah. racing for all the captains. Like considering he's only had one series. I think he's great. I, I think a big part of it is that he's played by Anderson Mack, who's <laughs> yeah. a who's a gorgeous gentleman cowboy. <laughs> Who wouldn't fall in love with him, right? I mean, <laughs> you, you have seen, while we've been watching stuff, there have been many times we got to the end of the episode, and Gemma will say, "Pike is my." Favourite captain. He is my favourite captain. He's absolutely, absolutely now my favourite captain. Absolutely. Have you heard? Have you watched a show called Hell on Wheels, Gemma? I haven't watched it. Because no. Anson Mount's in that. No, he, I think think he plays a cowboy in that. It's set in old, old Wild West times. Ah. Um, and also, Chief O'Brien is in it. Oh, Colin Meany. Yeah. That doesn't sound like something you'd be. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you have you watched a show called Star Trek: The Next Generation? Because there's a better captain in that. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, oh, he's not as cool though, is he? Uh, he has a reading lamp. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. He's, I he's not. That was a relaxation. He's not. He's a relaxation. Then I'm going to my cabin. I'm going to put my feet up. I'm going to turn on my personal relaxation light. He's <laughs> got <laughs> diplomatic slaphead powers. <laughs> so you know he's, he's an archaeologist. <laughs> Don't forget about that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, I am in no in no way dissing Picard. I would no. never do that. But. Pikes, Pikes, my man. I don't think he's I'm that. I don't him. think we've seen him enough, though, to to judge that. I, he's, <coughs> he's charismatic. He's, and he's cool. He's, and good. he's good. He's a good man. Yes, but and he makes often, the right decisions, and he listens to people. No, no he's often quite short with Telly. Well, well you, you know, that's not... Tilly, Tilly sometimes no. needs to just shush. Yeah, Tilly, <laughs> Tilly's annoying sometimes, no, frankly. No, 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 don't... No, that's my... I am not Tilly is... Tilly is wonderful, <coughs> but she is... She's a child. And sometimes she needs to shush. She she does have very good points. She's a highly intelligent woman. But, um, yeah. Sometimes... <laughs> Sometimes she said what she has to say, and now shush. <laughs> and yeah, I I'm, I feel I'm getting into some very dangerous ground. <laughs> no, I am no, not no. dissing Tilly. Tilly is awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love Tilly. Um, why yeah. why is it wrong to have a negative opinion about I don't Tilly? Have a negative opinion I do. About Tilly. Oh, okay. But what I'm saying is, I feel I feel I feel like it's not. I feel I might I might upset a lot of people. Good. No, not good because I love Tilly. Well, no, that's cool if you feel but that way. But what I'm saying is, is that if you don't, if you don't, then it should be all right to say that you don't. Kids need to need to just calm down a bit. Yeah, but do you mean our kids? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, you're right. About that. <laughs> but yeah, um, my imaginary friend Niall um, has the biggest boner for Captain Pike. Literally, every how how big? <laughs> Have you measured it? Ooh. <laughs> it's off the scale. Every, every time you watch an episode, I'd get a mess. I'd get a WhatsApp message going. Pike's the best captain. He's a legend. Literally from the first episode, he's saying raving how Pike is the best. Um, and it's lovely to see that level of enthusiasm. I I think Pike's been fantastic. I, I might not say he's the best, but he has been really good, and he's been realised both consistently with what we have known and expanded on in a really good way. I think this series. And what about number one? 
Yeah. Well, we only get deserve. 14 episodes yeah. as well, so yeah. it's not it's not the yeah. traditional yeah. Yeah. soundtrack. Yeah, of course. Yeah, she just doesn't have a whole lot to do, no. I think. But she, she seemed like she could have been a, a really interesting character. Maybe, maybe she could have done what I can't remember, remember her name, the uh, the security officer. Maybe she could no, have I, I like Nan. I like she's, Nan. She's good. She's a good character, but maybe, I don't know, number one could have done some of her stuff. Possibly. Um, I guess Nan was maybe in charge of the Enterprise as well. She was. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. felt that the, the, the big thing around her casting announcement, having Rebecca Romain cast as number one, and then the sheer tininess of screen time that she got mm-hmm. was a little bit weird. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I... But what, yeah, she's she's yeah as as Rick said, she is in command of mm. the, the Enterprise. So what can you really do with that? Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. If you'd have seen a lot more of her, we'd have just been on the Enterprise the whole time, and it's mm. not an Enterprise story. Uh, the, oh, the Enterprise set looked amazing. I oh, thought the that was yes. that was fantastic, yeah, yeah. and all the all the look of the ship, I think, was superb. Yeah. I think that's something. It's hard to argue that Discovery doesn't look fantastic. Mm. I mean, it's. I, every episode looks beautiful, and mm. particularly that season finale looked like a movie to me. I think if I'd have seen that on it, even on had, it had it had some s- similar shots to um, the first Kelvinverse film, I think, with yeah. with kind of dropping down. Ooh, sorry, <laughs> with dropping down into like dropping down into engineering, mm. following a yeah. following a turbo lift and yeah. stuff, and, and and also sort of sweeping over the like the saucer section of the. Uh, yeah. While phases are firing, and yeah, that that was very. Um, yeah, it it looks it looks incredible, but I, I think sometimes, yeah, I I find that if if you're noticing the visuals a lot and not so much the personally the sometimes the the story I I don't know I I think some I think sometimes there's a bit of style over substance mm-hmm. with Discovery not not to a huge degree and I don't think I don't think I definitely don't dislike it I just think that sometimes. There's a bit, there's a bit of too much melodrama rather than, rather than a more concise plot and storytelling. That's yeah. what over the course of the show. But it only gets 14 episodes, so it's, it's probably having to cram in more than it might if it had a longer run. Mm-hmm. So I, I do understand that, but I, I think sometimes the, a bit more story would be good. Yeah. I, I came away feeling that that finale was a very tense and elaborate battle, but that was also a frame for. Most characters getting to do something, uh, be it Burnham realised the um, the time paradox, and I, I did have a short conversation um, with Johnny. Um, our, our, our patron sadly couldn't join us for this patron. Hi Johnny. Hi Johnny. <laughs> but we we were talking about predestination paradox with the red bursts and Burnham being the red angel and stuff. Um, but uh, also. The Culber Stamets romance was kind of given a yeah. not resolution because it's obviously going to be a, a continuation. Will was very very cross with Culber. He's just been a jerk the whole time. He's really <laughs> upset Stamets. He's been a jerk the whole. And then in the last episode, he was like, "Oh, 
Hi, Stamets. Do you know what? Actually, I think maybe I do love you after all, and you're my home. Like, oh, Stamets, I'm like, you know what? You can fuck right. You can. I thought I could make my home on Enterprise. You're doing fine. And I realized that uh, you're my home. But he's technically like a mush. He's a mush. He's a mushroom man, isn't he? Technically, he's like a mushroom man. He's a mushroom man. And you know, maybe he's getting. Maybe he's getting used to that. And you know, who knows? I mean, my my feeling on Will's criticism is when Will is killed. By you. Resurrected, being and shit. If he's man, mushroom, or whatever, how well he handles it, then you can criticise Colbert. I can tell you now, Rick, I'd handle it quite well. <laughs> but I probably would have some emotional problems. I admit that. I liked all the scenes in. Um... It's sick, but it's it's cool when when doctors who normally have very clean, sterile white uniforms are covered in grime yeah, and blood. And up as well. I think that that worked that worked well. Mm. Um, um, and yeah, I I think that it's good to have those two like, those two characters <clears throat> kind of in a place where they can carry on in that relationship. I think it's yeah. <clears throat> you know, I mean, in terms of his Corbus resurrection, I had I had no problem with that, considering. Resurrections that we've seen in Star Trek, it's it's uh, it's I, not it's not the I, most ridiculous I, we've seen. I, I actually really enjoyed that episode. I thought it was a, it was a batshit crazy idea mm. to have Discovery kind of sort of half in, yeah. Yeah. half out the kind of. But the visuals on that were fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. and it felt like we were really delving into the realms of fantasy more than yeah. sci-fi. But I didn't I didn't mind that. I I was, I was willing to forgive it. any crazy made up shitty mushroom science just to get those two back yeah, yeah. so I was very invested in the cold Stamets relationship well, I thought they, they did some they did a lot of good work in, in making it sort of not easy to get cold back they made yes. it a hot story the last of the whole episode and they made it that there was you know there was a challenge in in doing that, and I thought the that that sort of made it work mm. for me. And also because you just wanted him to come back. Yeah. Yeah. Like ultimately, yeah. Like you say, you were willing to forgive mm. how nutty that that idea was because <laughs> you, you were ultimately that's that's the way you wanted it to go. Yeah. Uh, but I I did really enjoy that episode. Yeah. I've I've, I've watched this series with my wife, uh, which has been brilliant. She's a, she's a non-fan, so this has been her first real ongoing Star Trek. But because she's not watched episode the first season. Um, she doesn't quite get my investment in this in the Stamets Culber relationship, and so when I'm like, "Come on, you guys, just work it out," she's like, "I think maybe they're just not they're just not going to be together." I'm like, "They are. <laughs> they brush their teeth. They have red pajamas." She's like, "What are you on about?" I was like, "I don't. I can't really explain it better than that." <laughs> what I quite liked about season two is <clears throat> the fact that you there was you saw more of the. Um, Bridge crew, mm. yes. Oh, yeah. So you saw more of. <coughs> I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Is it Awasakan? Yeah. yeah. She was in New Eden. Yeah. Um, you saw more of uh, like um, the bridge crew like interacting with each yeah. other. Like you saw that scene with yeah. Detmar, Awasakan, and um, Ariam and Tilly in the in like the mess hall. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I thought that was quite nice. That we, you know, it was more they, they had more screen time, more yeah. to do, and obviously we had the um, Ariam. Is it Project Daedalus? We've got a lot of Arium for yeah. one episode. Yeah. Yeah. 
I thought the revelation that she was human was kind of undersold a uh, little bit. Yes. Yeah, because I, I guess we, we never really knew anything. It wasn't a revelation to, that. to the crew, though, was it? Yeah, but it's, yeah. come on, no, to, the, it, to the viewer, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's an important plot point, I, I would think say. So. Well, it, it's an or it could be, plot, at least. plot point when it was relevant to the plot. I think, yeah. I don't know, how, how, would they, how would they have revealed that to us? No, I, I, I like, I like the, the way they played it out as if as if you already knew that, that she was because mm. yeah. all the characters would have known that already I guess so it was sort of a gentle they reveal it, they the revealed it nicely they did it yeah. well and really if she was entirely artificial that kind of would have taken away from data yeah mm. so. I think it would have been cool to realise that the question as to why they have androids before data because they don't yeah yeah. I think it would have been cool to have a reveal that the, the, the modifications that Irem's had were like Done by a song. I think that would have been a nice nod to mm. to to, can, to Star Trek oh, lore. Do they have to? Do yes. They have to? <laughs> yes, they do. Oh, they don't have to. They don't have to. There are more people in that universe. No, there aren't. There's only one android man. <laughs> yeah, I'm torn on that because on one hand, I've got such a boner for that sort of continuity type thing. But on the other hand, small universe. You don't have to. You don't have to do anything with that. Not just it's just way. a it's with a boner. Sometimes sometimes you just let that boner ride around in the air, but but it's you know it's I I don't do that. But I mean, um, but yeah, I mean, I I don't I don't know. I mean, I just I, I would have been cool to find out a bit more about that side of Iron. I I felt, but it was I felt like it was a character that they could it was a character they could kill off and they could be sort of it was a bit they could have sacrifice and. It, it's, a, it's an easy character to kill off, I'm saying. If it was, I, if it was a, a series where you could have more uh, focus, or you could have a story of the week. If it was a story yeah. of the week series, then they could have spent a lot I, more time. I think, but I think that is something that they could been, they could do. Good, yeah. yeah. Especially yeah, now that they're in good. the in the future, they, I think, I think they could do that, couldn't they? Yeah. They don't have to have a. As, as we kind of veered into the characters that were killed off. Are we, shall we talk about the, the, the big sacrifice at the finale? Ah, everyone comes. It's too raw. I know, that's We are out of time. That last light will change, this torpedo will blow, and everyone on the bridge, maybe everyone on this ship will die. And if you do this, you die. This is my ship, my responsibility. This isn't where your story ends. And I think you know that. To me, the, the, whole, the whole scene was undermined because the, the whole time I was like, how strong is that blast door? I was, yeah. that bla the, the Literally, Pike is looking through what seems to be just a double glazed window. Why, why does the blast door have a window in it? Yeah, yeah. How is that a blast door? So you can see the person so dying? You, always, you always have to be able to see the person who sacrificed Bye. themselves. They always have to at least put their hand up against the window. Yeah. Oh yeah, need to be able to watch them. It's a fact. I missed. I have to admit, I missed the point. I I got confused. That I thought, why why do you have a blaster where someone has to close it from the inside? <laughs> but then you pointed out that it was broken. So yeah, yeah. I think that. Was I missed it. that it, point. It, I, had it to just, admit. I couldn't get over the idea that this this photon torpedo was going to take out half the ship. But Pike was literally like one meter from it, and he closed <clears> it, and he waited outside the door. It's like at least take a few steps back. <laughs> I, if, if they can build a blast door that's resistant to that explosion at that distance, why don't they build the whole bloody ship, ship back? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's not like weight yeah. is an issue. 
It felt like that was a sort of dramatic decision, so that yeah. I could be there to see mm. Cornwall's death. But it, but it just took me out of the out of the episode a bit at that point. Well, it mm. traumatised my cat. Yeah. The poor <laughs> thing, because she's called Addie, which is short for Admiral Cat Cornwall. Um, and she sat on Annie watching it because she always comes and watches Discovery with us and she sat there and watched everything up to that explosion and then as soon as the explosion came she looked very sad and then went and hid in a box for the rest of the morning (laughs) it's a shame because I really like that character but I guess I guess it's you can't she's an admiral isn't she I mean I guess it's a good way for an admiral to go out because she's not it would be it would be I'd have liked it if she'd done something and and got demoted and then become, and then maybe then the captain of something. She at least did get a good, good character, some good character work. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that she had an arc so no, much, but she but she got some good in depth into her character. But she was originally meant to be killed was, off in season one. Uh, uh, so the plan was to yeah kill her off within like first episode she was in pretty much. So. Um, no, but because of the two, sorry, because of the relationship with Laurel, mm. they kept yeah. her in and developed that more. Mm. So now this discovery is going into the future. Does that oh, now we can see we can see Laurel and the Klingons in the Section Thirty One series, can't we? I keep forgetting mm. that because <laughs> I like I'm all, I'm all right with the Klingons now. I've, I would had, like I've had ta- I've had I've, I've had time to get yeah. used to them. I think they, they were <laughs> <definitely> <laughs> in, indeed. They were definitely more Klingon. The, the most Klingon in this episode than they've been mm. yeah. all the way. I like through. I like that Ken Mitchell keeps playing different ones. Oh, oh, no. How yeah. many how many do you think he can play by the time that <laughs> all of them <laughs> every single Klingon? So is he the new Vaughn Armstrong or Jeffrey yeah. Coons? Yeah, I was going to say yeah. Jeffrey Coons yeah. with just Klingons. <laughs> I really liked that um, the Klingons coming to the rescue. Yeah, yeah. I like, it reminded me a little bit of that the DS9 episode where the Klingons come out. Oh, yeah, 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 where they come out of the sun. Yeah, and yeah, and it's all the Z7s. Yeah, but when the when that cleave ship smashed through, oh. and I was like, oh, it's a Klingon cleave ship, and, and my wife's like, what? That's <laughs> long story. And then you had the Kelpians, yeah, the bow ships, and that's that was really cool. Yeah, well, it was cool. There was a part of me that was thinking, would the, would the Klingons show? Would the Klingons care that much? to show up at this point. But then there was another part of me that was thinking, oh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's already, she she understands, she knows what's going on, doesn't yeah. she? Yeah, yeah, she's invested yeah. in... Who yeah. told yeah, the Kelpians? Was it, was it Ash? No, it they was coming in Sarubia. response to Saru's yeah, message. Oh, OK. A goodbye message, didn't he? Cool. Yeah, I thought that, that was great. I, yeah. I like that bit. I have to admit, even though I fully enjoyed the, the final episode, and I can see why <coughs> the show actually finished Sorry. on the the Enterprise with the Enterprise crew going off to do its next thing, part of me felt disappointed that we'd almost then forgotten about Discovery, and it almost yeah, was then yeah. we were doing a, a non-Discovery thing, which, and I feel really bad for feeling like that, because I've really liked what... Pike's actually done throughout mm. the season and I was impressed how you had Lorca in season one and it's like who could possibly come in in season two and follow that and be as good or if not better than what happened and Anson Mount came in it was written well and he mm. did that so it was really good, but I wanted almost it to finish with the Discovery crew. Mm. Yeah. But obviously yeah. they wanted the mystery for that and to just wrap up the fact that 
you're not going to be seeing any more of these enterprise people, which is why they're only on the one-year contract. You're not going to see them again. So just get over it, people, yeah. because season yeah. three is going to be Discovery, not it, Enterprise in Discovery. It did feel like it did feel like the the final scene of season two was setting up a show with with Enterprise it in it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they get that. Because yeah. they get that. But I think when you factor in Rebecca Remains casting, what big deal that was. You know this. The issue is Mystique in the original X Men mm. films. This is not like a, a, a no one's heard of a kind of a thing. Are they sort of hedging their bets for that spin off? There seems to be a lot of a lot of people who would want it. I think I would like it a lot. I think I think yeah, that, I, I think that. I, I think petition. I think so. I mean, there must there's there's probably enough room in the section thirty one series to mm. include yeah. them. And you have to consider as well. It's expensive to build a bridge set. Yeah. There was a yeah. lot of care went into that for two episodes. <laughs> That's why one of the reasons I thought that they were going to send the ship Discovery to the future, but keep the Discovery crew back. They get a new yeah. ship, which mm. would then reuse all their sets because you know there's twelve ships of that class. Yeah. But you know. They don't really give any names for any of the other ones, so it could have been a discovery. Yeah, yeah. we've only so seen the Glen and the Glens, the other so so the same class. So yeah. Discovery's no longer crossfield class. It's yeah, they could have had a constitution, constitution class. Yeah, yeah. but I, I, because that was kind of where I thought it was going to go. But yeah. no. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did. There was speculation about who's going to come in at the last moment and save them. And there was, people were saying on Twitter, you know, the tardigrade come back and save them somehow? Was it May, that character yeah. that only said, could she come back somehow yeah. and save them? Yeah, yeah I, like, I quite enjoyed all the speculation about who was going to yeah. come back. Um, no, it's gone. I was like, point, but it's, it's gone. <laughs> I, I hope we see more of um, Commander Nan in there. Yes, because yeah. she's, she's really cool. Like, I enjoyed, I enjoyed her character. I really liked the bit where she said, "Young, young." Oh. <laughs> After we are done breaking and entering, would you like to join me in making a little scream? Yum, yum. <laughs> I hated that too. So hard, I think I broke something. You should to like a meat sack. There was a bit where she. Maybe she was. She was in a room. She was like, "Oh, I've got to say something cool now." Oh, yum yum. It did feel a bit like <laughs> some oh, weird. Why did con- I say that? She's so cool. And I just made myself look like an idiot. And they compare yeah, Leland that. to a sausage. Is it like what the what the f? What this is this is nonsense. <laughs> 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 the sausage analogy was apt. That I, yum yum line makes me think. There's a lot. Is that the same line in um, uh, Starship Troopers? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but but that's kind of played. That's always like a. It's always a spoof. Starship Star yeah. Troopers. It's like a satire, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. The thing is, at the time, yeah. Nan was trying to break into the ready room, which is where Lorca used to keep his fortune cookies. Oh, okay. She just remembered there might be fortune cookies. <laughs> I um, I was disappointed that I don't think it works as well when Pike says hit it as when he says punch it. I think he should. Say, you know, when he says, mm. I think yeah, punch it is better. But I don't, I, can they not say? Can you not say punch it? Because that's what Kelvin verse Pike no. says. I hit it. Just doesn't work. There was but a point, punch it sounds cool. There was a point when he said get it done, which Ooh. is a bit, yeah. which is like Jellico. Yeah, that's very good. Although that did prompt my wife to go, "You fucking get something done." Pike. <laughs> <laughs> Sat there on your chair, getting everyone else to do stuff. He's the captain. Right job, Pike, telling people what to do. Right it's his job. Pike. 
I didn't even care. I didn't even mind the whole time crystals thing. The whole the is, I, is the time crystal in any way sentient? Because if it if it cannot handle paradoxes, then there has to be some sort of thought behind that. Because it wouldn't send her into the future until she'd sorted out her past signals yeah but how did it yeah how did it and know? we worked did out well will said because it's a paradox it'll be a paradox won't it if she she can't go into the future until she's done so and so but then the time crystal has to know that yeah because mm. well, my, my thing was this is is it is this a predestination paradox that she has to know about the burst to then go back and cause the bursts mm. yeah but it it wasn't her doing it was she it was locked, she, she, yeah, yeah, she was locked yeah, out yeah one, one thing that bugged me about that is it wouldn't have been easier for her to go back and just send a much clearer message instead of sending like seven really ambiguous but, but, things. But, but Control would be able to read the clearer message. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and on the counter-argument, she knows that that worked because it already did work because it led her to that point. So why would she do anything different when she knows that that thing was the thing that worked? Yes, I think I'd already made my peace with the time crystal because it led us to that scene where Pike had to confront his own future. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time crystal is a, it's 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 a bonkers idea and it's quite silly, but I I didn't really mind it because it's, it's, it's crazy. It's not. I was about to say it's probably one of the more saner ways of time travel than if you were to assess all the ways. That's yeah. what else if we didn't like Star Trek? What? Yeah, slingshot around the sun. Around the sun. <laughs> um, oh, orbs. Yeah, that's um, mm, yeah. perfect yeah, magical. The, 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 yeah, the time orb isn't so different from a time mm. crystal, is it? It's just a different word. Yeah, yeah the orb is the orb has a sort of sentience to it, doesn't it? I think. Yeah. It's a Well it's kind of yeah. whatever it is. Time crystals make me think of the crystal maze. Like if you got enough time crystals, you get extra time in the, in the final in the final room. Yeah. <laughs> like he collected five time crystals. That's fifty seconds extra. <laughs> and he plays a little mouth organ. And... <coughs> but I don't think that's 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 not that thing, is it? No. <laughs> no, I mean the time crystals thing. I mean another crystal maze was. A... Wait a minute. <laughs> Anyway, we could all pretend never to have heard the crystal maze. Completely made out. I did. I, I had. I had some problems with this whole time suit itself because of how what an incredibly powerful tool that was, and mm. that it hadn't come from the future. Section thirty-one had, had designed it, mm. and then it was powered by a time crystal. They still have that design, mm. and you seem to be able to not only move in time, you can move in space with it. So it has all the capabilities that the Discovery Spore Drive has by being able to move anywhere in space, but also you can move anywhere in time. It's the most powerful thing that we've ever seen in the in the Star Trek universe. But they were just a bit like, oh yeah, we can knock that up in an hour. Stannis can build that in an hour. No but building it was, was, were, wasn't the issue, it was powering it, wasn't it? Yeah. Because they had to, it was a... Uh, a supernova, supernova uh, yes. the, yeah. so they still managed to do it though, didn't yeah, they? because they had a super amazing engineer that mocked something a glowy yeah. a glowy crystal thing yeah they did the same but they could 
Yeah, I mean, what's to stop that from building that? What's to stop them from doing that again? Ex- except for the whole the whole bit at the end where they, they, they kind of sync up the continuity by saying no one's allowed to talk no about it. Shh! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone shush. Nobody ever did. Yeah, I, I, I didn't, I didn't quite buy that. Did the, but right. did the crew, did the, the crew of Discovery who, they, they sent letters home, didn't they? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, they, they weren't in, under any rules of secrecy, were they? No. Sure. So, so perhaps those letters didn't get sent. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe Section Thirty One intercepted those letters. Mm. But I thought, I thought at least the spore drive was, if not common knowledge, but, but people knew about it. Yeah. The Federation because. Pike was aware of it when he came on board, wasn't he? I think he'd heard about well, it. Well, presumably you'd have to know how the ship he was about to command works. Yeah, so yeah. Right, you know, we got to check on how the ship works before I come aboard. Always <laughs> oh, just what's that? Yeah, we wouldn't yeah. just command the ship. We're going to tell you about ten percent of what it actually does. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, maybe I'm, he was briefed. Then, I liked. Um, I thought the introduction of Jet Reno was. Yes. Oh, that was a good oh. character to introduce, like a, a nuts and bolts, a nuts and bolts engineer to kind of, yeah. to kind of count as a, as a yeah. counterpoint to the, to the kind of slightly, which is Sam at space. I was a bit, I was a bit confused about the, her interact interaction with the time crystal, because she, she's oh, she had a bit of a vision, she had a bit of a vision, and then she was okay. Yeah, that never went anywhere. Yeah, no, actually, did it? She, she did. She saw what um, what Burnham had seen. Yeah, I suppose it didn't think personally affect her, but there was a whole build-up about you can't be in the room with it; it'll yeah. drive you crazy. And she was fine. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> it. That she was in the room with it, and she saw that vision. But yeah, she was she was absolutely fine. It was She's never a very sensible lady. Yeah, lady yeah. Was like, well, yeah. I, I remember things when... are gonna happen. I'm gonna see things. I remember in the um, yeah. first episode that we meet her, there's, there's, she's kind of there's a, a like a box she's tending to, yeah. and I thought, who's this heart alien guy? <laughs> but it wasn't; it was just a heart. So yeah. <laughs> I thought, it's a, I don't remember that species in in the Federation. Yeah, it was just <laughs> good how it's just I've, I've got to keep these people alive. <clears throat> But I'm not medically trained, but I'm an engineer, so I can just come up with a technical yeah. solution yeah. for it. And it was yeah. That was just refreshing. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Was that the very first episode? Yeah. Mm. Season two, I think. That, I, I really yeah. love that episode. That might be my, my favourite episode of season two. I thought I mean, it was a really strong mm. opening episode. I mean, when the, the bugs were trying to get, get to the planet or moon or asteroid or whatever it was, and I just liked the bit between Detmer and... I can never remember the other girl's name... But just when Burnham goes, you've you've got him, haven't you, ladies? And they yeah. just look at each other and they're just going, yeah, yeah, whatever. Looking as if like, yeah. no, we really haven't got him, but we're just gonna go along with this. Yeah, that was a great moment. It was. Discovery yeah. has you. We have him, right, ladies? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I think this season had a lot more of those. Mm. Those little moments which made you think, well, but then sometimes you had one great moment which was then overshadowed by an even greater moment because you had the Stamets and Tilly thing which was really powerful and then five minutes later you had Saru and Burnham when he was losing the 
ganglia yeah. and you thought he was going to die and it's just like no that can't happen and I personally thought oh dear Doug Jones is gone here <laughs> and was absolutely gutted and then suddenly no it's just part of his evolution and fortunately it was okay but then when you found out what you could do post losing them that was a bit scary <laughs> they're very yeah. useful on the way mission if you haven't got your guns and phasers with you yeah I think I would have liked to have seen a, a bit more of an exploration of what, what that meant to Saru to, to lose his, his fear um, I, I thought maybe we were going to go down a path where he would sort of become a much darker mm. character and I thought that could mm. be interesting but we, but we, we didn't really get a whole lot of time with Saru after that, because Burnham's story sort of took over um, to some extent. Kind of thought that was, that was a bit of a shame. I wanted to see a bit more of Saru. I think that that's uh, all the way through uh, Disco. That's been the problem because mm. it's it has an overarching storyline. It it has a short amount of time to fit that in, so you mm. don't get, and it's but it does it does work hard on the characters. Unfortunately, yeah. that means you don't actually get a lot of time with these characters that have been built up nicely. So you don't get the payoff and you don't get yeah. their wider story. And you could, I suppose you could argue it's a better position to be in that you want to spend more yeah. time with those characters, then you don't care about those characters. Like at least, at least it's got interesting characters to begin with, and you, you want to know more about them. It's just, it's just that it's, it's got so much going on. It can't, it can't put it in. Yeah. Better to have that and then be like, oh, sick of this, sick of this character. Wish we knew <laughs> less about this jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I've, ne I've never felt that in, in Discovery. No. Because like if you think of TNG, there's like what twenty four episodes in a season, and usually a few of them are not of a great quality because they were just churned yeah. out to fill in a gap. Whereas Discovery's only what twelve thirteen, so probably wants to have a few more, but not as many as sort of as um, you know TNG. I mean, Enterprise was only twenty two, wasn't it? Um, yeah. But you get too many episodes in a season, and there's always going to be these filler ones that you know we just had to get something out quickly and didn't know what to do. So this story yeah. projected three times will make now, and somehow yeah. it doesn't quite work. And having um, to do yeah. that, I guess having to do those filler episodes would give you time to do character development and mm. have smaller stories where you get to. Mm. know a bit more about characters and Discovery doesn't really have that kind of give in it every episode is very dramatic and yeah, yeah, pushes yeah. the story forward but maybe season 3 might change I don't know, I mean I'm, I'm excited to see where they, where they end yeah. up it opens up to a whole yeah. new direction really <coughs> we don't know if there'll even be a federation or what, I mean the, the Saru thing that we just talked about is, is still is still wide open for it. We don't know what might have happened with the Kelpians in the barrel in a thousand years. Mm. Yeah, that could be an interesting point to pick up that story, mm. actually. It'd be great to see... Maybe we have more, a bit more sympathy for the barrel in that yeah. in, in the future and the Kelpians are, are, the, are, the, the, sort of, the sort of prime dominant species there. And, I don't know, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe Discovery gets involved in, in, on the other side. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who knows? That could be interesting. Mm. I imagine there'll be people interested in, in that ship when it turns up. There might be some legend about it. 
No, apparently. no one's allowed to talk about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. no about Come it. on, if, that, if that's true, then people are definitely going to talk about it, aren't they? No way. When someone I, says you're not allowed not, to not talk about it. Not in Confederation. Because they all follow the rules, don't they? <laughs> when, the, when you had that bit, it says, oh, right, we'll never talk about the spore drive, we'll never talk about Discovery. And then, because early on, we'd had the whole oh, bloody hollow communicators, get rid of them, they just messed the whole ship up. Mm-hmm. Bring it. it felt like there was a lot of pandering to bring yeah. all the rebooted yeah. things into line. Um, even yeah, going out the way to introduce the D7 Klingon cruisers. They, they, kept, they even kept mentioning that it's a D7. They did, yeah. Oh, the D7's coming. Yeah. All right, I get it. And they clearly went to great lengths to keep the Enterprise bridge recognisable within the within the um, the new style they adopted yeah. in the visual reboot. So yeah, it, it felt like maybe there's a little bit of pandering to those fans who had issues around canon. Yeah. Um, but but I think but probably not enough pandering to win them over no but enough enough pandering to annoy the fans that didn't want care about that pandering <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah I don't know <laughs> like to walk a middle ground yeah mm. I want to be 100% pandered to or 0% <laughs> <laughs> so how, how is the view from that fence <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I I, I like that um, I know I think I don't think uh, Discovery is has one hundred percent sort of won me over as a as a truly great um, Star Trek series, but I, but I think it has won a lot of people over mm. as a great Star Trek TV series, and I, I hope it keeps doing what it's doing. I hope it, I I mm. would prefer that it didn't pander to what people want it to be, yeah. and it just do its own thing, and that I think that'll be really interesting to watch. It is it is the first Star Trek series that has had to deal with that idea to 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 pander to to people's expectations and to change itself to mold itself to what people desire Mm. and i mean uh, it's when you compare it to what's gone before to um to expect it to be brilliant from the get-go and to absolutely grab everybody's love mm. from the first, second yeah. season. You know, it, uh, TNG was awful in its first <laughs> season. Yeah. Um, and, and yet... I hope you're so not criticising justice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, this is, this, is, this is the benchmark that people are now comparing Disco to. Mm. So it's... People have an unfair expectation yeah. of it, and they're but but and it's tr- it's trying so hard, bless it, to, mm. to keep everybody it happy. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, it's the first series that's being made in this new binge culture. Mm. Streaming. St- streaming. You're going to have one really strong arc following mm. through the whole series because if we were to do disco like we did any of the four series that came before, it just wouldn't work at the moment. So potentially we're not comparing it fairly because we're now in a different way of consuming and shooting TV. Yeah. Which, how they've adapted to it so far, I think is really good. I think if they they dropped all of Discovery in one go, I think it might have got less critics because people could have just 
burned through it and yeah. and had less time to think about mm. think because if you can binge because I mean like the late last season of Daredevil um, I thought it was brilliant but yeah. but in but in terms of it I, but there were definitely things wrong with it oh, but and, and they didn't and they didn't kind of they didn't they didn't iron me oh, oh, he's such a he's so such a mopey, mopey yeah. <laughs> yeah um but that, but the but then there'll be like an amazing 10 minute long fight scene which wins me over yeah, and i can binge yeah. it and i'm satisfied and it satisfies the the the, the points in the show which annoy me i forget about because i can just binge the next episode and that'll have some cool fighting in it yeah, and i'm it, satisfied yeah, whereas no, with discovery but is that is that <clears throat> Is that a good way to judge a TV series? No, I'm not saying it is. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying that. I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying that I think, yeah, the, I think Discovery would have less critics if it could be bingeable. Because I think yeah. lots of people turned off Discovery to start with because Lorca was obviously not a by the book Starfleet captain. It's like, well, he's not That's because he's from the Mirror yeah. Universe. Yeah. But you've got to wait so many episodes, and which is so many weeks before you actually find out that he's not. So. People watched the first four and went, oh, he's not a proper Starfleet captain, I'm not going to watch anymore. Whereas had they have binged it all in one day, well, they'd have realised that that's why he wasn't, because he was from the mm. universe. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe they should have just had a oh, bit of patience. patience. Yes. Yeah. But it was sort just of... listen to the story. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. so used to having, particularly with Star Trek, a story that starts in an episode and wraps up, mm. or maybe goes over two, but then it's wrapped up. Whereas actually a lot of things that happen in the first episode don't pay off until the last episode, and you don't you haven't had that before with Star Trek. Yeah, yeah I, I yeah. think I think Discovery's just been being made in an interesting time for yeah. TV. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's it's moved with time. <coughs> there's there's lots of social media, so people can immediately vent. They don't have mm-hmm. like 20 years ago. If you didn't like an episode of Deep Space Nine, you'd start writing you'd start writing your letter about <laughs> to the to the makers of it. Then you'd have your tea. In fact, I'll finish my I'll finish that angry letter after I've had my tea. And you're like, why was I writing this letter? <laughs> I was I'm, maybe I shouldn't send this. But but no, but now you can just go, Oh it's so bad and like and send it off and you can send out that ire and it's never I don't know. I, I think I, I think it's just it's symptomatic of the time it was made in. And I say that as someone who's out of all of us, I'm probably most critical of Discovery. I do like it. I just I do I do think it has flaws, but I'm I, I want it to give, be given time to yeah. No, it's good grow. to wait for the episodes, but I think then what's also good is you can then go back and then watch it almost as that complete piece, mm. almost as yeah. a binge, and then reappreciate some of the bits you didn't do or the tales. I wish I had the patience it to is, wait until Discovery it, the final episode. It is, it is, <laughs> yeah. it is isn't it? because as a viewer of Star Trek, you you are used. If, you know, if you're if you are a fan of Star Trek and you've watched all of the Star Treks. You are used to an an episodic show. You know mm-hmm. you have the the monster of the week or the story of the week, or you're not used to having to wait until the end of the season for the story to to pay off. Yeah. And that's been a hard. Um, it's been a hard. Um, Road. Yeah. It's been a hard road, road getting from there. Yeah, that's <laughs> the I was fighting. I was fighting and not going with that. But yeah, it's been a hard transition for a lot of people, and it's been hard for me, and it's 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 annoyed me. Certain things have annoyed me, but I haven't then gone on Twitter and vented my spleen about it. But I I have then got to the end of the season. Oh, oh, I see. That makes sense now, and that's yeah. less that that's more satisfying now. And the whole the whole thing about the 
the Klingon baby who was just suddenly forgotten. Mm. Actually, no, that is relevant. And mm. yeah, but you have to wait until the end, and a lot of people are not ready to do that. Yeah, but I do think Discovery's doing doing things that we've never seen before in Star Trek, mm. um, and that can only be a, a good thing. And it's you know it's yeah. taken us to places we've we've never been, and, and you know that that finale you've never seen an episode of Star Trek that that looked anything like that, no. or or uh, sort of ever ever done anything like that. And, and for all of its for all of its flaws, you know I'd, I'd rather see something that's really do something I've never yeah. seen before than something that's treading the same. Ground. Exactly. Do you just want to churn over the same ground over and over and yeah. over again because it makes I don't know because it's comfortable. What? What's the point of that? Just yeah. watch the mm. old episodes. Exactly. Yeah. Feel that. That feels like we've come to a natural end mm. on our discussion on on Discovery season two. Yeah. Um, with our with our lovely patrons. Yes. Yeah. Patrons, Patreons, patrons. Pa patrons. Patrons. Beautiful, patrons. magnificent people. Supporters. Yeah, I know that. We'll, we'll go with supporters because we can pronounce that. <laughs> yeah, it's been good. I liked it. Yeah. Does that, Does anyone have any any anything else they'd like to add on Discovery season two? I've just really enjoyed the fact that it is almost movie level quality visuals, mm. but it's on TV. Mm. But then I think that's also a sign of the times we're in now where you can get that quality of visuals yeah mm -hmm. yeah 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 i think so yeah we sort of, uh, yeah i guess you sort of expect it of tv now mm. Mm. Um, whereas back you know back in the 90s you, you you did but yeah now you you do expect tv to look like that but yeah discovery looks fantastic i think cool well, um, thank you very much for listening, everybody. And uh, that was our, our those were our thoughts on Discovery season two. Mm. Thank you, everyone. Um, yep. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. 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 Thanks. Bye. Do you realise how incredible this is? It's tradition. You ever noticed her bum? What? That bum. Oh no! I will say. I will say. Fewer things. Fewer things. Okay. Enough of this self-indulgence. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, our website is www.loweredexradio.co.uk. You can reach us on the Twitters at at 10 backward, 10 being the number and backward being the word backward. We're also on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash 10 backward podcast you can also email us at crew at loweredexradio.co.uk on a personal individual level my twitter is at will turland rick everson's twitter is at trekfanrick and rick palmer's twitter is at mr imhotep hi thank you again for listening to the podcast i hope you enjoyed it if you did you might consider supporting us we have now have a patreon uh, where people can uh, pledge small amounts to fund uh, ongoing projects like uh, keeping our website up to date, uh, um, new audio equipment as we're going along, and potentially uh, opportunities to expand our content. Uh, you can go look at this at patreon.com forward slash lowerdexradio. Uh, if 
you don't feel you can donate but would still like to support us, we would love it if you could subscribe to us on however you get your podcasts through iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or we're on various third-party apps. And if you could leave us a review on any of those, that would be fantastic and would be very appreciative. Thanks again for listening. And please tune in for more podcasts from the 10 Back Crew. Laddie, don't you think you should rephrase that? 10 Backward. 10 Backward. After we are done breaking and entering, would you like to join me in making a little scream? Yum, yum.